1: Did they give out the Grammys yet? Okay, I know they gave them out last night. Uh, I missed them. Someone gave me a choice of uh, sitting through—I don't know how many hours it is—to watch uh, that show, or having my nails, uh, toenails pulled out with pliers, and I went with the pliers. So I—I I, 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 I missed it. I can't watch award shows anymore. Uh, somebody will be announced as the—you know—the winner for um, best lighting. In a foreign film and everybody will act like the guy or the woman just invented or just cured cancer um and the self-indulgence has become unwatchable and i have no interest in the grammys because i have no interest in most of the music that uh will be winning the awards and most of the performers who will be winning the awards i don't uh like or get uh, hip-hop or rap and know nothing about it and i like some country music and I really don't know what else is out there. I guess there's still people doing R B and rock, but I, I I don't know I don't follow it that much. But I'm old. But what's winning Grammys now says a lot about our culture, and we're going to talk about culture a lot uh, here today. In our second half hour, we're going to talk about sports, but it's going to be esports. And uh, some people want to call that a sport. Uh, you know, people playing video games, but. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but it's a professional video game players making big money. We're going to talk about that in the second half hour. I'm talking about big money, minor leagues, major leagues. Anyway, uh, back to the Grammys. This is America uh, by Childish Gambino, won uh, won for Song of the Year last night. And if you want to see where the human race is now, go to uh, YouTube and watch the video. Uh, Childish, whose real name is uh, Glover, uh, Donald Glover. He walks into a warehouse, and he, I don't want to describe the whole scenario, but just for the sake of this uh, discussion, he, he comes in and puts a bullet in the back of a head, the head of a guy sitting in a chair. It's really uh, heartwarming. And uh, then he, um, he leaves there, and he goes into a different room, and there's a, looks like a gospel choir singing, and they're making nice music, you know, uh, background kind of singers, maybe gospel. Uh, he takes out an R-15 and shoots all of them, kills them all. And are you ready for the lyrics? I, I have the, uh, the lyrics here for um, uh, This is America. This is brilliant writing, okay? This is, this, is like, this is the song of the year. I don't know if I should I read this. Well, I'll, I'll just read it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Go. Go away. Yeah. 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 I'm getting all these yeahs right. Yeah. 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 Go. Go away. That's 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 just the opening uh, chorus, I guess. We just want a party. Party just for you. We just want the money. Money just for you. I know you want a party. Party just for me. Girl, you got me dancing. Yeah, girl, you got me dancing. Dance and shake the frame. We just want a party. Yeah, party just for you. Yeah, we just want the money. Yeah, money just for you. Uh, you. I know you want a party. Yeah, party just for me. Yeah, girl, you got me dancing. Yeah, girl, you got me dancing. Dance and shake the frame. You. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. Are you you enjoying this? This is is brilliant writing. Poetry. Uh, Everything I just read could have been written by someone in what? Fourth grade? Fifth grade? Um, This is America. uh, Skrit, skrit, woo. Whatever that means. Um, Don't catch you slipping up. I... Look at how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America, woo. Guns in my area, word my area. I got the strap, aye, aye. I got to carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'm a go into this, ugh. Yeah, yeah, this is gorilla, woo. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm a go get the bag, yeah, yeah. Or I'm a go get the pad, yeah, yeah. I'm so cold, like yeah, yeah. I'm so dope, like yeah, Woo. Uh, we gonna blow like, yeah, straight up, Uh, ooh, 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 tell somebody, you go tell somebody, grandma told me, get your money, black man, get your money, Uh, get your money, black man, get your money, get your money, black man, get your money, black man, get your money, black man, get your money, black man. man. This is America, don't catch you slipping up, don't catch you slipping I'm reading this, I know this is getting ridiculous, but I, I want you to hear it, because... You hear about that. You you may have heard somewhere without watching the show that this is the song that won Song of the Year, and this is what's out there. So I'm enjoying reading it. I hope you're enjoying listening uh, listening to it. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. Yeah, this is America. Yeah, don't catch you slipping up. Look how I'm geeking out. I'm so fitted, I'm so fitted, woo, I'm on Gucci, I'm so pretty, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get it, watch me move, this is a This is a celly, that's a tool on my Kodak, woo, black, ooh, know that, uh, 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 hunted hands, hunted hands, that's H-U-N-N-I-D, hand, hunted bands, hunted bands, uh, contraband, 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 I got the plug on Osaka, whoa, they're going to f- find you like blocka. And then it goes on and on and on and on and on and uh, back. The grandma tells a black man getting his money, uh, and I didn't. I didn't even see. It, I didn't see any uh, f words or anything in there that I had to. I think that's in there somewhere. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, I think you get the idea. That's um, that's that's the song of the year. Right there. Uh, We'll play the song for you actually in a few minutes, a part of it anyway. Uh, And just in case you did miss the Grammys last night, um, uh, the Grammys have come a long way. Last night was the 61st award show, and for a while they were called the Gramophone Awards. That's what the little trophy is. It's a gramophone, uh, the early record player. Uh, No videos for the first 20 years or so, and the lyrics were a little more family-friendly than that. And uh, that actually, what I just read, is almost family-friendly. Uh, from um, Childish Gambino. And I don't know the origination of that name, but it's not his real name. Oh, anyway, when we come back, we're going to have a music history lesson for you, starting with the first Grammy winner. We'll show you how, you know, it's kind of evolved. And the song wasn't in English, by the way, the first one. Stick around. Obamacare, Trump Care. Buying locally made products is a simple act that can have a tremendous impact on a local economy.
2: Since our company was founded nearly 30 years ago, the Original Mattress Factory has offered quality mattresses that are hand-built in our own factories and sold directly to you. Plus, we're not just locally made. We are also locally owned by our employees who live, work, and play in the same communities as you. So stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the difference local makes for yourself right here in Pittsburgh.
0: Two-time Penguin Stanley Cup champion Kevin Stevens was on top of the world. Oh, the penguins, then, one decision would change his life forever. What should have been a Hall of Fame career became a losing battle with addiction. It was time to fight back. Join Kevin Stevens and his team for Crosscheck Substance Abuse Radio for hard-hitting discussion, inspirational stories, and cutting-edge resources to power forward in the fight against addiction. Saturday mornings at 10 on AM 1250, The Answer.
2: CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all
0: 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. The John Steigerwald Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, uh, the Grammys
1: last night, as I said, I didn't watch them. And I'm sure I missed a couple of things that I would have liked, but I, I can't sit through the... I don't know how long it was on, but if it's on for three hours, there might be eight minutes that I'd want to see, so I'm not sitting through all that. I, maybe I could have DVR'd it. Uh, but anyway, um, I, it, just to show you how far we've come, I read you the lyrics and, uh, to uh, This Is America, which was the song of the year. Uh, the first Grammy was given out in 1958, and it was won by a guy named Domenico Maduno. It went something like this.
4: Hola
1: a nice little ditty there with a little you know orchestra and uh, you know people you could see people dancing around in a ballroom to that um, and but I mean if they had I'm assuming they had a, a, a Grammy awards show on tv back in 1958 when i would have been uh well, 10 years well i would have been like not 10 years old yet if it would have been february so i was a little kid but and i do remember that song being played on the radio uh dean martin made a big hit with it um and bobby rydell did he was a, a teen idol he made a he, he recorded it in english uh and um, so that that's uh, where we were in 1958 when they first gave out the first Grammy. So I'm going to jump ahead uh, 10 years to 1968. Now, 1968, uh, the Beatles were around, obviously, and, uh, and hadn't broken up yet. And there was lots of uh, uh, heavy uh, acid rock out there and um, a lot of Motown, a lot of... Uh, uh, music that still is played a lot today and is still familiar today. But 1968, uh, if you when I think of 1968, I think of the Jefferson Airplane and and um, uh, Jimi Hendrix and The Doors and things like that that were uh, kind of heavy rock and uh, some of it, you know, psychedelic rock and drug related rock. But in 1968, listen to this. Nice little song by O.C. Smith that won the, uh, the Grammy.
4: Oh, God didn't make little green apples. It don't rain in Indianapolis in the summertime. And there's no such thing as Dr. Seuss. Disneyland, Mother Goose is no nursery rhyme. God didn't make little
5: green apples. If
1: it don't rain in Indianapolis in the summertime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's the, uh, that's This Is America. I, I, maybe what I should do is like read the lyrics to this song. This is a an innocent little song here. This, um, this, uh, This Is America. There's not anything in there. I, oh, I do see an MF in there. Um, it worked its way in. You can't have a rap song without that in there at least once. But that I did I just see it now here, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the context. But now that's a nice little song by uh, uh um O. C. Smith, which I also remember obviously I was plenty old enough to be hearing that on the radio. But that wasn't anywhere close to being the most popular song among my friends when we were in college. Uh it was kind of a stupid little song, a little um cutesy wootsy song that um Nobody was going to go. I don't think anybody went out and bought a bunch of O.C. Smith albums. But, hey, he won a Grammy. And, uh, and you know, there's a little bit. Uh, there's just some creativity involved in those lyrics. Uh, it never rains. You know, God didn't make the little green apples. It never rains in Indianapolis. It never snows in Minneapolis or whatever he says there. Uh, you know, it took a, maybe a little bit of thinking. And you might have had to be, I don't know, over 12 or 14 years old to come up with those lyrics. So then we come uh, 10 more years. Now, let's start, again, it started in 1958. So that was 1968. 1978, you have a guy who is a genius um, as a songwriter, as a lyricist, an absolute, total genius. And uh, the here, I'll just tell you, this is the Grammy Award winner for Song of the Year in 1978. And I don't see you anymore. I would not leave you in times of trouble We never could have come this far
6: Mm -hmm. I took the good times, I'll take the bad times I'll take you just the way you are
1: Now that's a song that not only did the music uh, require uh, a certain amount of um, musicianship, but the lyrics are you know good lyrics, intelligent adult lyrics. And this is a guy who, by the way, Billy Joel. That was 1978, forty-one years ago, and he is still selling out stadiums. And he'll be—I think he's coming to PNC Park this year. And if he is, it'll be sold out. They'll have uh, thirty thousand people there. And uh, Billy's gotten it down to where he's probably in his late 60s now, but he's gotten it down to where he um, plays Madison Square Garden, I think, every month. Um, I'm not sure about that. There was a time where he was playing it once a month, and um, he's selling it out. And so that's all he needed to do. It kept him happy, kept him rolling in the cash, uh, took care of the bug to perform. But the, the important thing is people... We're still going out to see him. My daughter, who was only six years old in 1978, she loves Billy Joel and, was, and went to see him when he was here the last time. So um, that's, that just gives you an idea. Uh, and here's what I, when I see something like that, I think, now, here's the song of the year yesterday by uh, somebody named Childish Gambino. And I'm trying to picture Childish Gambino selling out PNC Park in uh 2059 uh do you see that happening aaron i don't think so um but that's what billy joel's doing and he'll be selling them out for a few more years until he probably they'll probably have to drag him off the stage um but that's that 1978 uh the song of the year just the way you are now here we we go to keep in mind you know uh, and here before i get to the next one um this is the the, the album of the le- of the year was by uh, cardi b she's also a rapper is it rap or hip hop that's rap i thought so i don't i still don't know the difference but um uh I, I i just heard the lyrics to the song by billy joel and you know the piano man and and uh you know he's got the long list of songs that were really good solid lyrics um uh, Cardi B one for uh, invasion of privacy. That's the album, and I'm going to try to read this. I have to be very careful because I I have to say blank or something for these words I don't want to read on the air. Uh, look, I just this is called uh, this is invasion of this is through your phone. Look, I just want to break up all your blank. Call your mama phone. Let her know that she raised a B. Then dial tone click and blank your little fake blank friends come around acting like they my bros I seen y'all little group texts where you all like to brag about your hoes and you can tell your little bee I at all her naked pics oh you want to send nudes to my man wake up and see your boobs on the gram little B, I cannot stand you right hand to Jesus I might just cut all the tongues out your sneakers smash your TV from Best Buy You're gonna, that's enough. Is that enough for you? Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's uh, like, uh, that's from the song of, uh, I guess that's the the best, the big song on the album of the year. Are you a Cardi B fan, uh, Aaron? No, okay. Um, So uh, let's go to
5: 1988. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. And I
1: I, I never when was that, I never liked that song. And that's a little reggae, so that was kind of big in the late eighties. 1998,
4: uh, this
3: is Celine Dion. I believe that's the go.
1: It's a memorable song, and the you know the lyrics are good, but it was it's an adult song. Someone over the age of twelve could have written the music and, and lyrics to that. Two thousand and eight, uh, Coldplay, "Viva la Viva la Vida." Nice little song, you know, Coldplay. Um, that's not my bag, you know, my cup of tea. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I, would, I if I had to be dragged to a Coldplay concert, I'm sure I'd make it through it. Um, and then there's this guy who I think is tremendous. Um, and I also think that he's, he's uh, probably, I like him probably because he's old school. Um, uh, Bruno Mars, 2018, last year, that's what I like.
4: Jump in the Cadillac. some like
3: you deserve it baby you deserve it on us. Lucky
0: for you,
1: and that's so a song that uh, you could have heard that could have been a Motown song in 1969 or 70 something like that and I've seen Bruno Mars live he's ridiculously talented Uh, and uh, could could have been a great performer in any era, and he's. I, I'm. It's, it's nice that a guy with that much talent has devoted his, and used his talent on this kind of music, instead of wasting it on, uh, <clears throat> rap or hip hop. <clears throat> and then there's the song of the year for 2019. Can we play this on the air without? Okay, go ahead, air.
4: This is America. Don't
1: catch you slipping now. Hey! Don't catch you slipping now. Hey! Look what I'm whipping though. No. This is America. Woo! Don't catch you slipping up. No. Don't catch you slipping up. No. Look what I'm whipping up. No. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. No. Look how I'm living up. No. Police be tripping up. No. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. Hey, I gotta carry em. That is the song of the year for twenty nineteen. Brilliant writing there by uh Childish Gambino and and somebody else. There's somebody else got credit for the writing here, uh, Ludwig Gorenson, which is kind of strange to go with Childish Gambino. I, maybe, uh, maybe I'll look up where Childish Gambino came from. Anyway, that's my uh, little musical show. We uh, thought to do something different today. Um, I wanted. To, I when they announced the winner last night, I just wanted to go back and see who won Grammys all those years. That's only every ten years, going back to 1958. When we come back. We're going to talk about sports but it's esports and this guy from the Washington Post wrote a story about a million dollar house that's used to train kids to become professional esports players minor leagues first then the big leagues and then big money stick around we'll have that for you next
5: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Moves to oust. Virginia's top officials are slowing down. The governor says
0: he's not going anywhere and plans to pursue a racial equity agenda. A state legislator backed off his plans to submit a bill of impeachment against the lieutenant governor, who's facing accusations of sexual assault. In an interview broadcast on CBS's this morning, Governor Ralph Northam says after the firestorm about his use of blackface in the 1980s, he's now conscious of his white privilege and can be an agent of change in office. A Democratic delegate who suggested impeachment Proceedings against Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax now says additional conversations need to happen. Lawmakers are considering investigating Fairfax. His accusers say they testify. I'm Warren Levinson on Wall Street. The Dow on by fifty three points, but the Nasdaq rose ten. The S and P advanced two, and
1: oil down thirty one cents today to close at fifty two dollars forty one cents a barrel on the New
0: York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance.
5: Joe Walsh explains that
0: it's getting ugly in Virginia. Will the Democrat governor of Virginia step down? And then the guy was the lieutenant governor. He gets caught up in his Me Too movement. Virginia's freaking attorney general came out today and admitted he wore blackface as well. What is going on in the state of Virginia? The Joe Walsh radio program. nights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 7, at a.m. 1250. The answer.
3: Life's got enough to worry about without worrying about taxes. But you're not worried. You've got William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. For over 20 years, Bill and his staff have taken the stress out of tax preparation for businesses and individuals alike. With all the new tax law changes this year, he'll help untangle them for less than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people, like you, at SteelCityCPA.com.
4: The latest Keystone Business Climate Survey by the Lincoln Institute of Public Opinion and Research suggests Pennsylvania companies are optimistic about that climate. And while it is encouraging, the mood appears to have little to do with state and local policies. Worse, the Wolf Administration's Jobs That Pay initiative likely will blunt that optimism. Learn more on this topic and others at AlleghenyInstitute.org where conventional public policy has been challenged since 1995.
1: Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year. This is John Stagerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individual individuals and businesses and only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back call 724-884-1496 for unbiased Top notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that will save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724 884 1496. 724 884 1496. Or visit MarleyFG.com. Stuck in traffic? We've
0: got the answer.
3: On the Parkway East, delays continue outbound Bates Street to Edgewood-Swissvale. Parkway West, heavy outbound Becksville Road to Carnegie. Slow outbound through Crosstown Boulevard as you head up to the Parkway North. And the Parkway North slows down outbound from McKnight Road up to Cemetery Lane. Also, the Rachel Carson Bridge says the Ninth Street Bridge is shut down for construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM
0: 1250, the answer, weather.
2: Most of the area sees just cold rain for tonight with temperatures in the mid-30s. Snow and sleet turns to freezing rain eventually rain in laurels. Rainy and milder for tomorrow, 44 for the high. You may even hear a rumble of thunder in the afternoon. Then tomorrow night, the rain turns to snow showers before it tapers off late. Wet roads can become icy as it drops 27. Windy and colder with flurries Wednesday high 32. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, the
0: answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 the answer
1: one of my favorite sayings is words can't describe how glad i am to have grown up when i did and not having video games is one big reason Uh, now playing video games is considered a sport and a kid can make big money doing it Uh, mike hume of the washington post had a story today about a million dollar house in dc where kids are trying to make it to the esports big leagues he joins us now mike thanks for being here so thanks for having me. So, uh, before we get into what goes on in the esports house in DC that you wrote about, uh, can you just kind of describe the house? It was I found it amazing just reading what uh, what where this all happens.
6: Certainly. So, the house was actually located in one of the nicer parts of Washington, uh, the northwest part, which is called uh, Chevy Chase, DC. Um, It's a spectacular house. It's marble floors, marble finishes. It's really just a top-line house, as you would sort of expect from a a $6,000-a-month rental property. Uh, But when you go inside, there's not a lot of furniture. Uh, It's very minimalist, uh, to put it politely, and uh, it's sort of by design. The team furnished it uh, when they moved in, so the uh, NRG Esports that uh, rented the property, they were in charge of supplying all the furniture, so they bought a bunch of stuff from Amazon and IKEA and unpacked it all. But there, it was sort of all very functional. There was no frills, there was no like, you know, comfort furniture of any kind, like a ping pong table or an exercise bike or anything like that. Everything was very, very much uh, ordered with the express purpose of helping these kids live there and uh, to train for a, a career in video gaming.
1: So, um, NRG is the name of the team, and it's a professional esports franchise. Uh, what exactly is a professional esports franchise?
6: So, uh, just like any other uh, professional sports team, uh, the best comparison is probably a European soccer uh, or sports club. So, there will be an organization like uh, FC Barcelona, and they will have a basketball team in addition to a soccer team. Esports uh, teams are very similar in that they will have different teams for different games. So, in this case, uh, these men were part of the Overwatch. Uh, league in, in the minor league division, which is known as the contenders division. But for all intents and purposes, they operate just like a professional sports fan, uh, franchise where salaries are paid to players. Uh, the ownership group will uh, solicit sponsorships and local business partnerships and generate revenue that way. And then broadcast rights also figure into the uh, income equation for the teams.
1: Now, um, and and if it's a, uh, a professional team, uh, are there tryouts, and how, how do I get on the team if I want to be on Team NRG?
6: Usually you're recruiting. Uh, so what will happen oftentimes is when a game like Overwatch is released, uh, there will be ways to monitor how players are performing in the game. So you know, if you're hitting uh, 300 in, in your local high school baseball league, uh, Some scout from the Pirates or the Yankees will be able to see that. It's very similar in in eSports, even more so just because everything's compiled online. So the overarching organization, uh, which is Blizzard, Activision, who makes the game, they're able to track everyone's statistics and see who the better players are and distribute that information. And these eSports franchises are also monitoring those stats, able to see who's excelling at the game and who they want to approach for a contract.
1: So if I'm a high school kid and I'm spending a lot of time playing, and the game that they play is over, is called Overwatch, right? That's the game. That's correct. So I'm, I'm playing Overwatch, and I'm I'm thinking I'm pretty good at this. Uh, and one day I wake up, and uh, there's a there's a an email for me or a phone call from somebody that's uh, that that uh, asking me if I'd be interested in being a pro. Is that how it works? Just based on they they see that I've become really good at this.
6: Yeah, more or less. Uh, most people will be approached through uh, through some sort of social media outreach. It's fairly common if you're on Twitter or on Reddit yeah. uh, or YouTube. A lot of these players uh, have profiles on uh, Twitch, uh, which is a streaming network usually associated with video games, uh, and then YouTube or Reddit as well. Uh, and a lot of times we'll post clips of them playing the games, uh, tips and tricks uh, that they've learned, usually they just sort of like highlight real stuff. And the teams will reach out to them through those methods as well. Um, and then uh, there's also a new development, which is collegiate esports. So not only could you earn a professional contract, but uh, some schools are actually offering scholarships for this now.
1: Yeah, I had a guy on my show a few months ago talking about that. Uh, I think he was from Akron, or uh, Kent, I think it's Akron U. Um, and Kent State also does that, which is where I went to school 100 years ago. But uh, <laughs> but I, um, w- you know, what kind of kid are we talking about here? Is, are, are they all geeky, you know, uh, non-athletic kids? You, oh, far from the it. stereotypical?
6: No, not at all. And I was actually fairly disheartened reading some of the comments from the story on the post. Uh, they're very inaccurate. Uh, people uh, associate certain stereotypes with gamers, and this is definitely not my uh, experience the six gentlemen that were li- living there were very well spoken. They were all educated. They were all very clean. Uh, they had a, a healthy diet, uh, from, that was provided through the Team Energy, uh, you know, meal fund there. Uh, and you look around, I mean, they're just like anybody else. There, there are certainly people from all backgrounds. Um, some of the very inspirational stories, uh, there, uh, there are some very inspirational stories among esports players who have, you know, managed to, Win prize money, and then turn around and buy their car their parents the first their first car, or provide for their house in some way. um just like there are in the NFL when we see somebody uh, sign their first first pro contract after the NFL draft, they might go out and buy their mom a house. Uh, the money behind uh, eSports is very real, and uh, some of these players, especially straight out of high school, are able to earn a lot more money uh, going this route than they would a more conventional educational route, going to college and then right. incorporating all that debt, which is what I did.
1: So what kind of money are we talking about here?
6: Uh, it, it ranges. So the contenders division is sort of the minor league, and most of the purses uh, around their seasonal championships are sort of in the tens of thousands range, uh, the, the one that I wrote about. Was uh, forty thousand, um, but there are events um, around a different game called Dota Two, um, that is uh, put on by a different software company. And what they do is they crowdsource the prize money for that, and they have a, a total prize pool that was at over, I believe, twenty five million dollars for this past uh, wow. year. So if you win something like that, you're an overnight millionaire, and it, it, that is obviously life changing money.
1: Okay, but I'm uh, if I'm if I'm a kid and I'm thinking I'm getting pretty good at at uh, this game. What are my odds of becoming one of these people? Is it the same as making it to to the major leagues in baseball or the NFL, or, or, or are they longer than that?
6: They're probably they're probably similar, only in that um, there are very there are a number of uh, pro esports titles that you can seek a career path in, uh, whereas the jobs in professional baseball are, are much more limited. There's there's a growing uh, commerce around esports, so more of these jobs are, are hitting the market. Uh, so you probably have a little bit better than trying to be a pro athlete uh, in the traditional sense. Uh, but that's it. instead, we're still talking about like the 1% or 2% of all gamers. And there is uh, a common thread with these pros, and that is they are putting in a ton of practice time. Just like anyone else you know, yeah. wants to get good at basketball, you got to be on the court 24-7. Uh, that's what these kids are doing. They're relentlessly, and they are improving. And that's your competition if you're trying to get a pro career lined up.
1: Yeah, and and uh, that's, that's I think it's one or two percent of high school football players make it to just make it to Division One A college football. So sure. uh, they're not going anywhere either if they think they're if they think they have a good chance of making it to. Play for uh, Alabama or you know Notre Dame or Ohio State, their chances are slim too. They got to be really good. But give me, uh, can you give me? And we're talking to Mike Hume. He's a Simon editor and he's assigned to uh, among other things, esports for the Washington Post. just can, can you, were you around for a coaching session? Uh, because they actually bring in coaches. And, it, you know, again, I'm a guy who doesn't play video games, so it's hard for me to, and I'm sure we have listeners who are in the same boat, hard for me to understand or imagine being coached on an intense level for this kind of thing.
6: Yeah, so I wasn't actually able to fit in uh, for anything formal. Uh, what I was able to see is they did a, what they call a scrim, which is short for a scrim. Uh, just a, a, a random amateur team, uh, and the pros absolutely—you know—just wipe the floor with them. Uh, what I was able to observe is the the communication is is a very key factor. When all the various players fulfill a different role, just like um, you know, on a basketball court, you would have like uh, your main, your scoring guard, uh, who would be in charge of one thing, and then you'd have a front court who's really supposed to be getting the rebounds and uh, yeah. setting the interior scoring. It's very similar in this game, so they're all trying to communicate with one another, uh, and it's a mix of languages. There are three different languages spoken in this particular house: Korean, English, and Spanish. Wow! Uh, and it's sort of a melting pot when the, the in, in terms of the Terminology that they're using. Uh, So that's one element of it. The other is very similar to a uh, a film room breakdown for uh, football. They'll record and capture all the footage from all their scrimmages, look back, see what people are doing well, see where people are on the map uh, of the game, where they should be, uh, what they could have done better, what they could have done differently. And it really is a a first-rate analysis that is being conducted. Uh, And that's the impressive part, just the the, the degree of seriousness, which, which the coaches and the players and then the team overall approach this game. Uh, because most of us have thought about this as just like, you know, a, a fun hobby yeah. at most uh, in the past.
1: Now, uh, I'm trying to picture what it would be like to be doing this on a full-time basis. Get up and the first thing you do uh, in the day is sit in front of a computer screen and, uh, and play a video game and do that all day long. Uh, what about burnout and, and uh, just maybe, you know, just wanting to have your head explode after doing this for a certain amount of time?
6: Sure, and, and that, that's a, a very common problem in esports is burnout. I mean, obviously you're doing one thing repeatedly wow. uh, for long stretches. Uh, that was a reason that Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, was very reticent to get into esports and buy a traditional esports team. Now he does have a, um, a team as part of the Mavericks through the NBA's 2K League, which was started last season. Uh, but he was very reticent to put uh, in a traditional sport, uh, traditional esports format team uh, for that reason, that it's uh, very common for a player to play for two or three years and then say, you know what, I'm 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 done. Like I, I've done too much. The the churn rate uh, among esports athletes is very fast. Uh, it's very similar to being a running back in the NFL, but there's only so much you can really yeah. sort of tolerate, uh, and so much when you're at your prime. Uh, because the other thing that's uh, was notable to me is if, if you're 22, you're on the downslope of your career. Yeah. They really favor those quick twitch hand-and-eye reflexes uh, that start to degenerate at a, uh, a, a age that I have passed a long time <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the game that we're talking about here is Overwatch, and it's the Overwatch League, so that's one game. So they're playing the exact same game all the time, and everybody in the league plays only Overwatch. So they're, they're, it's not like... You get good at Overwatch and you move on to another game and still play in the same league.
6: Correct. Most most, uh, most athletes or eSports athletes will specialize in one game. Uh, occasionally you'll have some crossover if it's a similar game type, like Overwatch is a uh, first-person shooter game. There are other first-person shooter games that have eSports leagues, like Counter-Strike. Uh, that's another very popular uh, eSports league, or Call of Duty, which more people will probably be uh, yeah. familiar with. Um, but you don't see somebody play Overwatch and then go to play uh, League of Legends, which is an entirely different uh, game structure, or uh, Dota 2, which is the one I mentioned earlier with the $25 million grand prize. Usually, it, you're a specialist, so there's no there's no Bo Jackson's out there uh, playing in multiple eSports, uh, at least not at...
1: Right. Them, so say. is this... Is this uh, I mean, we're killing people here, right, in the game? That's the- Depends.
6: In in, in you're eliminating them. I believe the uh, the uh, preferred nomenclature among <laughs> the uh, the uh, uh, yeah. Activision Blizzard. But but yes, you're 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 shooting uh, with lasers or swords, uh, and that is uh, that is the goal to knock them down, to uh, to knock them out, and then. Usually it's some variation of a, uh, a territorial capture game or uh, you have to a, escort a, a payload uh, from one part of the map to another. Uh, and the way you do that is by eliminating the players along the way to clear the path. Uh, so yes, uh, there is a form of violence involved in Overwatch. Uh, it is something that the Olympic Committee has addressed. Uh, there are concerns about it as there's been some momentum to add esports to the Olympics. Yeah, uh, and, and that's something that uh, we're going to see probably amplified before it's uh is accepted um just because of the increased exports are getting these days
1: now are are you you refer to these uh kids as esports athletes is that a word that is um used because it kind of just is convenient and instead of saying participant or are they do you actually do you personally covering this consider them athletes
6: I do in 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 the sense that I would consider a golfer or uh, a bowler an athlete as mm-hmm. well. I, they're they're performing a repetitive action, uh, and in doing so, uh, training uh, extensively along those lines. Now it's untraditional in, in the fact that, you know, their heart rates are not uh, mm-hmm. going to reflect that of a marathoner or a, a person in the Tour de France but they also, uh, they're thinking strategically. they're interacting with their teammates in a strategic manner. Uh, they're communicating uh, amongst themselves and they're practicing uh, for long hours to try and refine their technique and their craft. So, Depends on your, uh, your definition. Uh, it fits mine. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that would disagree or see it as something different or prefer a different categorization. But from what I've seen, uh, and I've interviewed a number of traditional sports owners that are involved in this, including Ted Leonsis, who owns the Washington Capitals and Wizards. And he will be the first one to tell you that in his mind, they're athletes as well.
1: And Robert Kraft is an owner.
6: Absolutely. Yeah, the Crafts were, uh, were probably uh, essential to getting the Overwatch League off the ground uh, just because of the clout and respect other owners have for the Patriots organization. Uh, Stan Cranky, who they met in the Super Bowl, uh, also has a team in the uh, Overwatch League, as well as the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, I believe, well, I forget which Will Pond it is, but one of the Will Ponds uh, who owns the Mets uh, is also involved in the league.
1: Last thing uh, for uh, Mike Hume of the Washington Post. Um, based on what you've seen, w- it, would you want your son or daughter involved in this?
6: Depends. I, I think there's a lot of room for improvement. I think uh, there would definitely be a beneficial discussion to, uh, between players as far as unionizing goes. I think they there could be better treatment by the teams uh, who often are multi million dollar enterprises as to far as far as how they are. Um, uh, asking their players to interact uh, and uh, the, some of the contractual stipulations. Uh, but I do have no reservations about it as uh, something that is a developing field. I think there's a lot of good that can come from it. I think it, just like any other emerging property, it has some issues to work through. But if my... I have two daughters. If, if one of them came to me this, her senior year of high school and said, hey, I have a legit shot at this, can I try this out? I'd probably go along with it, yeah.
1: Hey, Mike, I'm out of time. I appreciate you taking your time. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back.
4: You own a local business, or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize or review we offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales we make every digital dollar count towards sales success we won't waste your money Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers.
3: The average person considers estate planning just for the wealthy.
0: Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's
3: a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and... And they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning we try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to.
0: Hear more on Conti's Law, Sunday morning at 8.30. Here on The Answer. For immediate
7: help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains when life's aches and pains get you down you need relief Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, that's 800-583-84. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com.
5: G'day, I'm Scott from Plugin Pass Free. I want to personally thank all my Plug-In Pest-Free customers who have taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So, from me to you, I thank you. Plug-In Pest-Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in Pest Free is 100% chemical-free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. gopestfree.com today. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
1: Do you remember the name Kareem Hunt? He's the guy that was released by the Kansas City Chiefs. Really, really good uh, running back. Uh, There was video of him uh, kicking a woman in the chest, and there was a big disturbance in the hotel. It was actually a motel, I guess, uh, hallway. He's a really, really good player, um, and the Chiefs might have—who knows—gone to the Super Bowl and uh, won it if they had stayed. If he had stayed on the team, well, he signed with a new team today: the Cleveland Browns. And that's not good news for the Steelers. It's not. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, Browns' uh, general manager uh, Dorsey—he um, signed um, uh, Hunt and drafted him when he was with the Chiefs. And he said that played a part in making the decision. He said he's gone through all the testing, and he's been counseled and everything about what uh, what he did and how it was wrong. And there's a nice apology from Kareem Hunt. He will be playing for the Browns next year, and he's really good. And that's got not good news for the Steelers who won't have Le'Veon Bell, and maybe not Antonio Brown.
0: See you tomorrow. The John Wall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.